Hello and welcome. I'm Heidi Albertieri from the Lifestyle Edit. Thank you for joining us for another Rosé Friday where we take the afternoon off to have creative conversations over a cheeky glass of rosé. So go grab your rosé while I introduce you to today's wonderful guest. Hello everyone. It's Heidi from the Lifestyle Edit, just pouring myself a glass of rosé for Rosé Friday. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you've had a great week. We're here for Rosé Friday, where we have creative conversations over a cheeky glass of rosé. And it's my favourite time of the week when we get to uh, all uh, pour ourselves a glass. So thank you for joining us, everyone who's jumping on. I'm Heidi from the Lifestyle Edit. You can check out our website at thelifestyleedit.com.au and you can watch lots of past rosé fridays and creative conversations that we've done there's so many great people on there so if there's some it's available on spotify as well as our website so if you need something great to listen to over the weekend jump online and you can uh tune in there but today we have a special guest joining us from eva home i don't know if you're aware of the brand they do amazing beds and a mattress in a box and they've just launched into um, sofas and things for the home. So we are so excited to have one of the founders with us today. Um, Happy Friday. (laughs) Hello everyone joining us. That's so nice to hear from you. I'm just going to see if um, Amanda is around. Let's just see where she is. Eva home. I'm just going to invite it's never a dull moment every week trying to get everybody in. Hello, Jen. Hello, Summer. Look at all our fangirls. Deb, hello. Say hi if you're there and I haven't seen you because the, the, it moves pretty fast. Hello, everyone joining in. How is everyone coping? It's sunny in Sydney today. We're looking over Coogee Beach, which is pretty special. We get to see the weather changing at the speed of light. So I don't know where Amanda is. Where is she? Hello, Amanda. Hope she's going to come. Um, if anyone's got any questions uh, for Eva Home today, you're welcome to put them in the comments below and I will see them. So um, drop, drop them in there. Here we go. Eva Home has joined. We're going to get Amanda in now. Hopefully she sees the invitation and we get this going. Okay, where is she? We'll just invite her again. See how she goes. Right. Oh, she's unable to join. Oopsie daisy. Amanda, hello. Let me try you again. Hey. Okay. I've invited. If you're listening, there you are. Oh, oh there she is. Hi. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> nice to see you. Nice to see you too. I There's have never my, a dull moment um, when you're going live. I'm sitting on my lap here. It's a little bit of a lap dog. Oh, that's nice. I was just reading on your profile that you have the dogs at work, so that's really nice to see. We're going to have some internet issues here. I've lost you, Amanda. Are you there? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. It's just glitching out. It's the internet. Are you all right? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Hopefully that stays where it's supposed to. 
Okay, amazing. <laughs> it's pretty tough to be able to talk to one of the co-owners of Eva Home. It's one of my favorite brands. I love what you guys are doing. So thanks for taking the time to join us. Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure. Um, thank you so much for having me. It's great. Well, we have um, a house in the south coast um, in Jervis Bay called Stay Casita, and we've used all your beautiful products there. And uh, we have one of your beautiful beds set up in our office, which is our sort of office studio as well. So every guest that ever stays at our house, one of the common things that they always say is, I've had the best night's sleep I've ever had. And so many people we know have gone and bought the beds after sleeping on them at our house. It's just extraordinary. Oh, that's, that's, so, that's so lovely to hear. It's one of those things yeah. that, that, you know, um, doing, being a homewares kind of brand, we don't see it out in the open. Uh, unlike a yeah. bed, you're kind of like, hey, that's my bed. But I think when it's yeah. like furniture, we don't go into people's homes to see whether or not they've, you know, they've heard of Eva or um, they've got yeah. one of the products. So that's really nice. Yeah, it's great. So in your words, do you want to give everybody your pitch of who Eva Home is and just ex expand on what I've already talked about? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Eva started off as being a mattress in a box company. So it was around oh, five years ago now that we started off as a mattress in a box. And then from there, we slowly grow into um, the furniture arm of things. So it was our bed frame was next. And from there, we, yep. I think the last two years, we've expanded into sofas and tables. So we're very much building into more of a, a home brand as opposed to just a sleep brand. And we've got plenty yep. more products coming out this year and, and also next year. Oh, that's exciting. How exciting is yeah. that? So super exciting. Yeah, the sofas that you've done and all your products, like the design is very design focused, right? So it's it, what's great to see is, you know, a brand like you guys, independent, creating quality design um, and, you know, it looks beautiful and um, it's very versatile as well. It fits in so many types of environments and styles. Mm, that's exactly it. I think when, because um, we do all of our product and design in-house. So yeah. part of that was just making sure that these products can fit seamlessly into anyone's homes. Um, yeah. And also removing the need for Allen keys because I don't know about you, but I've had enough of Ikea furniture and my fingers, they just swell. They're throbbing yeah. after. I just, I can't do that anymore. No, I can't either. I'm too old for that. But you know what? We just, the Eva bed that we just had delivered to the studio and the office, it came and it was just sitting, sitting there and I was in the office by myself and I was like, I'm just going to put it together. I'll be fine. And literally put it together by myself with it, like in under half an hour, just mm. easy peasy. I didn't even look at the instructions. I just followed <laughs> my intuition on how I thought it would be. And it totally worked. It was fantastic. Oh, that's, that's so good. I'm so glad to hear that. I think yeah, it speaks volumes to, to the team because we do a lot of user testing with all of our products yeah. before we launch. And it's, yeah. it's literally trying to get feedback around, How's the assembly process? You know, was it easy? Was yeah. it hard? And then going from there, iterating from, you know, let's move the bracket over here because people can't yeah. reach it it's too far away or things like that. Um, yeah, amazing. So yeah, no, it's so good to hear that um, you had a, 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 yeah. a, a convenient experience with the assembly. Yeah, you guys have nailed it. I absolutely stand behind it 100%. Talk to me about, you just mentioned before that you design in-house. So that's a really big thing to have your design team in-house. What difference does that make by having the team in-house as opposed to outsourcing that type of design? What difference does it make to the business? Yeah, so 
I guess there's there's different ways, I guess, um, different types of sort of furniture companies in Australia. One where um, they do kind of outsource at design or they perhaps they pick it from a catalogue from yeah. um, perhaps offshore manufacturers. I think yeah. the reason why we decided to sort of design our products from scratch is because we wanted to make sure that it was a toolless assembly. And to do yeah. that means, you know, it's not a lot of furniture designers have that just in their catalogue. Um, which meant that we had a much harder task of trying to make good looking products that were easy to assemble. And that's our sort of yep. challenge with all of our products. We need to make sure yep. that it's not a headache to assemble and disassemble. Yeah. You could literally set up a, a house in like an afternoon, a couple of hours and you're done. That's the plan. I mean, um, <laughs> so as we're kind of expanding the product range, um, the goal is that we want to be able to furnish your home with the click of a button. So with bundles yeah. and things like that, you can just buy an entire house worth of, worth of furniture, click it, and then have it delivered to you next day. Yeah, yeah it's extraordinary. It blows my mind. And every um, touch point I've had with the business, from the customer service to the delivery to the, you know, the assembly, is actually been seamless. How does that happen? It doesn't happen by accident. What no, it's... Is Oh, it's a lot of work. It's a, it's, I think the LCX team, they work very closely with our ops team. So everything is all in-house. So yeah. our, yeah. our um, CS team literally sits behind the product and design team. So they can literally turn around and say, hey, um, <laughs> this person's got a little scratch here. What can we do? We send out an oiling kit or we send out right. uh, like a buffer just to help with that. So I think yeah. having the teams um, be so close to each other and relying on each other for support has really helped in ensuring that customer experience looked after along the way. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah. I know for us, we do everything in-house as well. So mm. having the team together to be able to ask questions makes such a difference in real time and to, you know, a real person. It's always amazing and you can just act on it straight away. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So there's, a, there's another business partner? Yes, uh, also partner in real life, a life partner. Oh, um, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, um, we actually just got engaged this year after oh. we've been together for about eight years. So, okay. yeah, <laughs> things, got <laughs> things, things got real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes it very real. Um, so what are your roles in the business and what's his roles in the business? How does that work? Yeah, so we, we kind of... Um, we kind of do separate parts, separate parts of the business. So I look after yeah. all of the, the customer, the marketing, the people aspects of the business, whereas he looks after the product design and the sort of the operational elements. Um, yeah. We make sure to not cross over to each other's lanes. So um, avoid meetings with them as much as possible. Um, and <laughs> yeah. I think it's worked out pretty well because otherwise I think it would be way too much of a crossover. We have the same friends. We have yeah. the same hobbies. When we work in the same place, I think we yeah. need to have some sort of separation at work. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So you um, look after the people and the, that sort of customer side of the business. You've got a, I, I know that you're a neuropsychologist. Oh, my goodness. Mm. We were just discussing yeah. in the today, we were like, it's almost like when you do a marketing degree, there should be an element of psychology included <laughs> in that. Because you deal with people on a day-to-day -day basis. How does the neuropsychology coming to play when working with all those people how do you use that oh i try not to i think people get a bit scared <laughs> of my degree <laughs> they're a bit like are you psychoanalyzing me i'm like no i'm not i'm just 
I'm just having a conversation. Um, <laughs> no, awesome. I, I think um, what's been really helpful in sort of a translation from neuropsychology to, I guess, marketing people is, I guess, making sure that there's an alignment between, you know, what you want to do in your career or your life yeah. and where does Eva fit into all of that. Um, yeah. I think we've, we've got a really good team because I think they're all incredibly passionate about what they do which makes yeah. it a lot easier to smash goals together. And I think finding that alignment from the start, it just makes it a much easier way of, you know, just doing work together and working together in, in general. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if yeah. everyone's got a goal, it just, you know, you can't have someone swimming in the wrong direction. Just doesn't it. work. That's it. Yeah. We've got to, you got to figure that out from the start. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you usually do pretty quickly, right? Mm, well, like our, I think our hiring process is about three, three, four interviews long. Um, yeah. And it's, it's quite a, it's quite a long process, but it does end in sort of a founder chat. So it would be um, the other founder, Ken and myself sitting with the candidate and just yeah. basically it's, it's a culture check, uh, making yeah. sure that they know, they know what they're getting into. Um, yeah. Startups <laughs> can be, can be hectic. It can be messy and it can be overwhelming. Um, yeah. And being really, really honest and upfront about um, what kind of position they're going to get into. Is that, is that okay with them? What do they want out of their career? Um, yeah. And if that's all clear, then it's much easier to get into the role. Yeah, absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. So along your career, have you moved into this in the last five years? What's the best career advice you've ever received that you use? Ooh. Um, best career advice. I think it kind of ties back to psychology. I think at the end of the day, we're all people. Um, and it's, it's humans working with humans. And I, I think inevitably we're all social animals. So it's people want to go to a workplace that they feel comfortable in. Um, they feel welcome and they, that they belong. And yeah. I think creating that kind of environment will ultimately allow people to do their best work and they feel proud about it as well. So I think remembering that, you know, we've got deadlines ahead or metrics to achieve, but we're still people at the end of the day. Yeah, that's really good advice. And I guess over the last couple of years, we've realised how important our people are, right? Absolutely. Definitely. I'm, I'm sure no business is immune to the effects of post-pandemic resignations. Um, <laughs> it's, it's definitely been um, a worldwide phenomenon, but I think yeah. at the end of the day, it's, just ensuring that everyone continues to feel safe and that we're still striving towards the same vision and mission and the goal's still there and we're still all in it together. Yeah, that's really nice. So um, have you ever received um, any bad advice or what's the worst advice you've ever received with the business? I'm sure there's a little Ooh, bit. Yeah, well, this was a lot earlier on in the business. I think before we decided to go into sort of the furniture world of things. We were still mm. a mattress in a box. And I think we were, we were asking somebody from another furniture world and they just said that, um, you know, don't, don't invest in design product in-house. You should just outsource it. And I think, to be honest, like, I think that works for specific business models and there's, there's nothing wrong with that either. But I think yeah. it comes down to like, what did we want out of Eva in the long term? And it was always to build this, this brand, this, this, this sort of company where it's inherently Eva, that we can own it and people can resonate with what we stand for. So I think yeah. we're glad that we didn't go down that pathway of just outsourcing design and outsourcing products. Yeah. 
um, that wouldn't have been able to allow us to carve out this identity of, of who we are or what we stand for today. So like the, always the goal of Eva was to grow into more of a furniture, you know, business. So you've got to have that long-term plan in, in mind, right? Otherwise you just, if you're taking advice from everybody left and right, you're not on your own. That's it. It's, it's, it, it can be kind of tricky to weave between which advice to take and which advice to, to discard. Yep. I think it helps having a co-founder because yeah. I honestly don't know how um, I'd be able to do it myself if I didn't have somebody to bounce ideas with and yeah. try and, you know, problem solve in that way. And yeah, yeah no, it helps having somebody with you guys always. Yeah. <laughs> I know because I do it all by myself. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I walk around and I was like, no one understands me. I'm just talking to the <laughs> Okay, that's, um, that's all right. You can, you can, we can talk here. <laughs> um, when you first started, obviously the business has evolved and changed a lot. So as a startup, where did you find, you know, yeah, obviously you, you, there's a lot of output always. There's money going out left, right and centre. Um, what was one thing, you know, you invested in or you wished you had invested in right from the beginning? Yeah. Or did you we... learn anything? <laughs> lots and lots of learnings for sure. Um, yeah. At the beginning, I think, so we, we our first hire was a, a marketing guy. And I think that was, that was probably a really good move for us because that helped in terms of being a revenue generating role, which meant that we're investing in someone and that person's role is helping us invest into the next role or the next stage of growth. And that was really yeah, nice. I, th I think so like a, Something I wish we should have invested in a little bit earlier is probably um, developers, I think. Only yeah. because, it, I mean, they, it's very expensive, but it just saves yeah. a lot of hassle in the long term yeah. because we had to keep sort of going back and fixing up little bits and pieces that were like, oh, if only we did this earlier. Or if we started from a good foot, then we don't have to solve for it now. Things like that. Yeah. We see that a lot. People coming to us, our website doesn't work. You know, you can't just keep putting band-aids on it. You have to often our advice is, you know, what cut your losses and start again, do it properly. That's so, it. Yeah, we did actually we did that I think a couple of times. We yeah. have rebranded, I think, three or four times now. Um yeah. and just start over from scratch. And it has yeah. been a painful process, but so well worth it to get to where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. We were just talking about it before. Um oh, which is fantastic. Oh, I had a question that I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, that's all right. Um, what's your favourite part of the day? Um, my favourite part of the day, we have office dogs. Um, and one of so my, my dog is a Jack Russell Maltese and he's actually sitting right over there at the moment. But um, he's, a, he's an office grandpa. So when he sees other dogs, because he's the OG, he's the OG dog. So when other dogs come in, he's kind of like, why, why are you in my territory? Um, yeah. And so he generally doesn't play with the dogs, but there have been instances where he does go out of his way and starts like socializing. And at that point I'm like, this is the best. And I sit there and I take videos and like, we need to record this. This, is, this does not happen often. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> they, they break up the day, don't they? They're so good. They do. And I think it's kind of, it's, I mean, it's much cheaper than therapy. I think um, <laughs> when you're going into stress, the situations. 
it's much cheaper. So um, yeah. I would definitely recommend getting dogs in the office. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you've been going for five years. There's been lots of changes mm -hmm. and, you know, it gets stressful running a business. What's, you know, something really positive thing that you just absolutely love and was quite unexpected, not thought of when you thought you would start your business? I think um, something that was really unexpected and I'm so glad that it's happened is the friendships that you make or the friendships that you kind of um, see happening in the workplace. You're kind of like, ooh, I hired this person and I had this person like uh, four months later and now they're really close. And they're hanging out oh. after work. And it's just seeing oh. them hang out. And you're like, oh, my God, I've made that happen. They're friends. <laughs> that's, awesome. uh, that's just, yeah, to see that, um, it gets me really happy. Yeah. It's the people that make the business, right? That's it. That's it. And, I, yeah, it's the whole thing about coming to work and feeling comfortable and um, being able to put your best foot forward because, you know, it's a, it's a place that values you. I think, yeah, being able to make friendships out of that. Yeah. Um, someone just said, oh, it was Summer, one of our lovely clients, said, I love this so much. <laughs> um, yeah. what, so, I mean, you know, obviously I know your products and your brand really well, but um, you see it day to day. Do you have a favourite product? I do. I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is definitely the, the everyday sofa. Um, we yep. only launched that, I think it was in only a couple of months ago now. Um, but yep. since then we have been out of stock. Like it is pre-orders and pre-orders and I, I completely understand why. And I kind of wish that our forecasting was more ambitious than what we had, but we were, we were being very conservative, right? But yeah. um, at the same time, it's just kind of gone bonkers and our CS and ops team are kind of working so hard trying to keep up with all the pre-orders. Um, I kind of wish we had ordered a lot more than we had, but yeah, everyday sofa is my fave. It's very cool. I love it. Actually, really love. It. Design's beautiful. Colors are amazing. The ethics behind the whole product is amazing. Um, if oh, anyone needs it, yeah. <laughs> and it's pet friendly. Thank you. <laughs> it's pet friendly, and actually, it's because we've got the removable covers, which makes it so easy to wash and clean. And I think um, what's What's really exciting, we're not going to do it just yet, but maybe sometime in the future is being able to allow people to purchase just the covers, um, if yeah. that's something that people are interested in. So that way you can actually have different colors um, as yeah. opposed to, you know, Business. currently, yeah, currently you, you might need to buy a whole new couch if that color yeah. isn't the, the star that you're after anymore. But if you can yeah. just change the covers and that makes it a lot easier than I'm having to walk out. Yeah, I love that. Um, leave us with some words of wisdom on how you run. On, excuse me. <laughs> words of wisdom. Um, hire people who are smarter than you. Or if you see anybody who's smarter than you, get them onto your team. Because <laughs> I think if we, if, I think if I, you know, if we run the risk of just having people who rely on you for, you know, direction, decisions. Yeah then the business only stops with you. And I think yeah. if you want the business to continue growing further than yourself, then yeah, most definitely get people smarter than you in, on your team. Yeah, really good advice, really strong advice. I love that. Um, and finally, 
What are your three words to live by for 2022? 2022 is tough year. Um, one, <laughs> one is compassion. Um, I think people have had such an incredibly tough few years that employers need to realise that there's more to just work in people's lives. Um, I heard a really cool sort of interpretation of instead of work-life balance is work-life integration. How does work fit into your life? And I, I yeah. really resonate with that. So compassion is one of the words. And the other two words are sustainable growth. So this year, there's been an incredible focus on ensuring you know, cash flow positivity and profitability and making sure that businesses continue to thrive over the next year that's been it's, it's predicted to be in a recession and things like that. Yeah. So I think yeah. sustainable growth is, is really important. Yeah, and making sure just for all the businesses that watch us because so many people tune in who are from startups or run businesses, I think that's really good advice as well is to be able to, you know, forecast, predict, you know, what the future and, and make, you know, choices based on, you know, what do we think is actually going to happen. So, you know, so sad to hear so many businesses just stopping um, and never even think of um, and it's because they're not getting the attention that they need on that side of the business so it's really important to be able to stop and have a look at that. Mm, absolutely and I mean the I think it was only a few weeks ago now but I think as business owners sometimes you're a bit worried about sharing the realities of business with your team <laughs> but I think I think it's a balance. So the other week we decided to let's strip it all back and let the team know, hey, we've got so much of an increase in cost of supply chain and things like that has gone through the roof. But then the response that we got from the team was one that was so supportive and it really just shows that people are there to help you. It's not, not so much as, you know, what you think they might freak out. I mean, they, I think there was an element of freaking out, but it was more yeah. supportive than, than anything. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> Transparency as well, you know, I think, you know, with my team as well, I'm very upfront about the reality of what it's like. I'm, you know, one woman show and, you know, we've been it as well. We run a marketing company. Marketing's one of the first things that people, you know, cross off when they need to save money. So, you know, challenge for everybody. And I think the only, you know, way you can survive that is transparency as well. And in, in enrolling people to be part of, the process for building again. That's it. That's exactly it. Because you can't do it alone. I think you, you have no. to really rely on your team and trust that they can help you along the way. So, yeah. Awesome. I just want to mention as well that, you know, I love that um, you guys have raised $80,000 for Street Smart this year, is it? That's right. Yes. <laughs> Extraordinary amount of money. Um, the funds go amongst vulnerable families, women, the LGBTQIA um, and youth of Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and are part of the Street Smart Making a Home initiative. Extraordinary effort. Like congratulations on that. That is so feel good. It's unbelievable. Well, thank you. They're such a good group as well. Um, Jeff yeah. from Street Smart has been the most supportive CEO I've seen. Like they're doing really great work. Yeah, and having a good night's sleep can make all the difference in life, right? Um, it it sets you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, for everybody watching, please go. It's eva.com.au, eva.home on Instagram. Please check them out. They've got extraordinary products and, you know, you won't be sorry you purchased them. You'll have the best night's sleep and the coolest lounge room in town. Um, it's amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to meet you. Finally, to see the face behind the name of Eva Home. <laughs> and congratulations on the engagement. Oh, oh, I've lost you. Okay. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining